Chapter 17 of St. Bonaventure's Life of Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by St. Bonaventure. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 17 Christ Opens the Book in the Synagogue. Thus far, by the grace of God, we have regularly treated the passages of the life of Christ without omitting any or at least very few circumstances that may be supposed to have attended him but i do not design to continue the same hereafter for it would be too prolix to reduce into practical meditations everything he said and did besides it ought to be our chief study after the example of saint cecily to bear in our breasts the circumstances relating to him wherefore for the future i shall only collect some of the principal facts to meditate assiduously on till we come to his passion for there nothing ought to be omitted neither ought we elsewhere to omit anything wholly or to neglect meditating on it in a proper place and time but i do not intend to be so extensive in meditations henceforward unless occasionally let it suffice then to place before your eyes the bare facts and sayings on which you yourselves may at leisure piously and familiarly meditate for in this seems to consist the chief sweetness efficacy and fruit of these meditations that always and everywhere you contemplate christ in some one action or saying of his as when he is with his disciples when he is with sinners when he talks or preaches to the multitude walking or sitting sleeping or waking eating or ministering to others healing the sick or doing other miracles in these and such like circumstances consider all his gestures but especially contemplate his divine countenance if you can bring it to your imagination which however appears to me the most difficult part of meditation when you are thus contemplating the divine face of christ consider whether he looks graciously upon you your conscience will tell you whether you may hope it or not let what has been said in this chapter serve you to recur to in whatever i may hereafter relate without adding any meditation to it but let us proceed to the remaining part of this blessed life after our lord jesus returned from being baptized he persisted in his accustomed humility beginning however by degrees to manifest himself in teaching and preaching in a private manner for he is not said to have taken on him the function of a public preacher during the whole following year that is not till the miracle he wrought at the marriage feast which was on the day twelve months after he was baptized and though he did sometimes preach and suffer his disciples to baptize yet still after the imprisonment of the baptist he did not either by himself or his disciples wholly apply to preaching especially in public even in this giving us a lesson of surprising humility by paying such a respect to john who was so greatly inferior to him in preaching as well as in everything else he did not begin his mission with noise and ostentation but humbly and gradually 
one day therefore being with the rest of the jews in the synagogue he stood up and read in the book of isaiah the following words the spirit of the lord is upon me wherefore he has anointed me he has sent me to evangelize to the poor isaiah chapter sixty one then folding the book he said this scripture is this day fulfilled in your ears behold him then here humbly taking upon him the office of a lecturer to them and reading before them with an affable and serene countenance thus he lays the scripture open to their understandings and begins humbly to manifest himself in those words this scripture is this day fulfilled that is in other words i am he who is here spoken of while he was speaking the whole astonished multitude dwelt on the modesty and beauty of his heavenly aspect which added efficacy to the divine words he spoke for he was exceedingly beautiful and inexpressibly eloquent of both which the prophet thus sung beautiful of form above the children of men grace is diffused in thy lips psalm forty four end of chapter seventeen